Hi everyone, thanks for joining us. Before we get started on this action-packed episode, want to remind you that Thursday, November 16th, we will be live in Chicago at the Lincoln Lodge, baby. Go check out the show. Please bring your friends. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, and then a month later, December 16th, if you're in LA, Unji's flying out to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing some fun shows out here. So um, buy your tickets now, both available at Lincoln Lodge and Lager Kyperion. We can't wait to see you there. All right, let's get into the show. All right, folks, in this week's action-packed episode, I uh, run into someone during a very sad time and am forced to uh, um, eat his flakes. And I eat truffles while he eats flakes. And also, uh, Unji wonders if she is too juicy for this world. <laughs> what does all that mean? Find out in today's episode of Two Kims, One Pod. Too juicy for this world. Um, how, do, how do we do this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Peter, keep oh, yeah. this in. Keep There's on. so many steps. Listen, There's so many listen, steps. Listen, watch Peter's brain melt about something we've been doing every week for seven years. <laughs> no, I know, but now we're like adding sections. I'm like, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back to Two Kims, One Pod. I'm your host, Peter Kim. And I'm a, your other host, Unji Kim. And we are the only podcast left in the world. Thanks for joining <laughs> us, everyone. Um, please join us on uh, our live shows, like we mentioned. And today, we're just going to get right into things, okay? It's uh, um, time for to get into the highlights and lowlights of our week in a Rock very hard. special segment called Rock Hard Tops and Soft Flaccid bottoms. Mm, yeah. My tops and bottom. My top and bottom is the same this week. Oh. Um. So I, I'm just gonna go right into it. My 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 bottom, absolute bottom, is that my um our friend and my good friend Jonathan uh, passed away, and they had been fighting a fight uh, with cancer for a long time and um you know it was in and out in and out of hospitals so the fact that i got to sit with them um a couple days before and hold their hand and i mean truly crack jokes till the end and this person is the most beautiful spirit and really yeah um essence that i've I've ever it's just like singular and unique and when people say one of a kind they they really were Mm -hmm. and you know I'm not saying that they you know as much as I want you know you're like oh they were an angel a pure light Um, they were but at the same time were so petty and held grudges (laughs) and was so critical of phonies like he was very like pony boy energy in that way of like catcher in the rye and um they had such a high standard for the craft of comedy and just art overall and you know i've been they passed monday so it's been days and i've been sitting around going in and out of grief and you know it's it's really especially difficult when you lose someone younger than you. Right. And, you know, they were in their, like, 
early mid thirties and struggling with such a like rare cancer. And, you know, I just want, if people are listening and you remember them, um, just remember them as like the beautiful, gorgeous person that got to live so hard. And, um, yeah, my heart is broken. So that, that's definitely my bottom. But, um, I will say I believe in ghosts or spirits, espiritu. Wait, you, you will, really believe in ghost ghosts? Spook, spook. Yeah, whatever you think. Like some people think it's like jangly chains mm-hmm. and like I'm here to warn you about your future. But like sometimes it's just like a voice in your head or a spirit sure. or like a calming feeling or whatever, you know. So I do uh, energies wise, like I do believe in it. And so on, what was it? On Monday, when they passed on Monday. And Monday night, I had a show booked. Yeah. And it, this is one of the shows that, like, I sent out, like, mass messages mm-hmm. saying, like, I'm panicking. I need spots. So please get me on your show. And this show, I usually don't know what show I have booked. I, like, look at my calendar and I just show up and I'm like, oh, this is the show, right? I feel bad because Eric's always like, where's your show tonight? I'm like, I have no idea. I, I do have that to too all Instagram. the time. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just don't know. So this show that I was going to, I went downtown. And um, do you guys have a Senor Fish in Chicago? Senor? Senor Fish. Ours are, ours are misters. So. <laughs> Mr. Fish. <laughs> um, we have a, a Senor Fish is like a chain, I guess, down. Or maybe in, in, in Chicago LA. it's Frog. And, Senor Frogs, <laughs> yeah. No, that's the like Cancun, Mexico, like um, whatever party time. Yeah. So uh, it, it is. It's kind of like a taco place or whatever. Okay. Anyway, so it's at a Senor Fish, and I show up. I did, was not going to go because I felt so shitty, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm crying. I've been crying all day. I had lost my voice. Yeah. So like my voice was gone, and I was like, this can't. Nothing. None of this is going to be funny. But there was something inside me that kept saying like, go. You're gonna want to go. Yeah, I didn't think you were You're gonna, gonna go. You're gonna want to yeah. go. And Giuseppe, Jonathan, my friend who passed, would have wanted me to go and right. to like get up and because they were a consummate artist and, and a comedian comedian and would have loved for me to have gone to the show. So I was like, I'm going to push myself to go in honor of them. And I kept thinking, like, I want to carry them around with me. So, like, I want to approach this set with like the absolute joy that they brought to like every set they did. So I was trying to like honor them in that way. So I go show up. um, There's no one there. It's dark. And I'm like, what, what is happening? I mean, I'm at the wrong place. And I go, okay, well, this is God's way of saying Lee, like, don't go. So I turn around and all of a sudden the host is like, Hey, 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 Peter Kim. And I go, yeah. He's like, Oh yeah, we're We're going to get started soon. Come on, come on in. And I'm like, where, what's, what's happening. And he turns on the lights and the HVAC system is like, like so loud. And he has like a little microphone and a setup, uh, a, a microphone and a speaker setup. And it's just me and him. Shut and up. And I'm like, no, it's not. What's happening? He just started the whole thing because he saw you there. He saw me. He was like, oh, someone's here. And I was like, what's, is this a show? What's happening? When's the show starting? It's, I thought 730. He's like, oh yeah, it's starting soon. People show up late. And I was like. Oh, okay. And he goes, and then a couple of people showed up and they're like, we're here for the open mic. And I'm like, this is an open mic? And they were like, oh yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a booked open mic, but you'll definitely go up. And I'm like, 
what? And everybody else like put their names into a bucket. And, and when I say everyone else, it was three people. <laughs> this straight why, guy who showed up. Why even go under the, why have the charade of the bucket? Of a, <laughs> of a bucket. I know. It's like, do we really, are we going to run out of time? Like we're fine. But there was a straight guy, a straight girl. And I could tell, I think there were a couple of, and I could tell they were straight because this guy was like, he looked like very like comedy straight guy, disheveled, that like very kind of like, uh, I'm a comedy boy and I don't take care of myself kind of thing. Ugh. And he had like no shade on anyone who suffers from dry scalp, but his right shoulder had so much dandruff. You know what I mean? And that's like only straight man behavior. Cause like I've, even the most unkempt gay man I've seen, like, would never, never leave the house shoulder full of dandruff. Absolutely. Right? You, you just have to do this periodically. You, you, hello? Just do this. Hello? Just periodically. Just walk through a gust of wind. This just like something. That's it. Something. And the girlfriend's not helping. That's and the what girlfriend's I mean. like, it's even, crazy. She, her scalp's even drier. So, like, it's, it's blindly in the blind. So, I'm like upset. <laughs> I'm upset at this booked open mic already because it's a booked open yeah. mic and there's no one there. And then, like, five, total of five people trickle in, right? So, it's five people plus me. And then the host goes, All right, let's get started. And then goes into his set and then goes, all right, you ready? You want to come? And I'm like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Like, I want to go off first. I want to get the fuck home. I'm not feeling great. No. So this whole time I'm like, Jonathan, what the fuck? Why am I here? Talking to my dead friend. Sure. You know, like, why did you push me here? Yeah. And I just get up and I do a couple of bits and I talk about how he passed. They passed this morning and that, you know, what a beautiful person that they were. And they would have really wanted me to be here. So I came here and I'm glad that I came and everyone's been very supportive. So thank you for that. And I finished my like, I don't know, six minute set. And then I about to leave. And that straight man who, who was there, who's full sitting of dandruff. In front row, yeah. Chock full. full dandruff runs up to me. Okay. And I'm like, what the fuck? And A he like grabs my hand and he goes, thank you for saying that. And I was like, what? And he goes, I knew Jonathan. And I go, what? And he goes, yeah, I'm actually just moved here from Chicago. I work with them at that after school center for four years. And I knew they were sick, but I had no idea they had passed. And you're actually, actually, until you said it right now, I didn't know. And I was like, oh my, oh my God. God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you like turned out like yeah. you found out like this yes. like i didn't think anyone would know like what are the fucking odds yes. right and he was like no no it's totally okay like this is exactly how jonathan would have wanted me to find out at this shitty open mic downtown <laughs> yes. where there's no one there coming from your send mouth and your, i was like you're absolutely from right fish, from senior fish's yeah. mouth straight to you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes barely audible through the hvac you know like <laughs> this is exactly the shitty way he would have wanted me to find out and i was like oh well thanks for saying that and and i go um you know, like, I'm so sorry for your loss. And he goes, I'm so sorry for your loss. And he goes, ah, we don't need to know each other, but come in here. And he hugs me. <gasps> Mouthful of But dandruff. he hugs me this way where, like, my face has to go into the shoulder. <laughs> and my chin is resting on flakes. Oh. Like, my... <laughs> 
like I could my <laughs> lower lip <laughs> is trembling because <laughs> there's like I <laughs> there's dust bunnies like crawling up into my lower lip. I'm like <laughs> And he's like half crying, you know, and I'm like, oh my, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and I push him off of me gently. And I go, I'm so sorry. Thank you for coming up to me. I got to go. And he's like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course go. And he goes, can I follow you on Instagram? Um, because I just want to know if there's a memorial or anything like, you know, right. maybe you yeah. can reach out and like, you could let me know. Cause I'd love to be there, you know, just to show my face and show my respects. And I was like, absolutely friend me. It's all good. And he was like, okay. And he friends me right in front of him. He's like, this is you, right? I go, yeah. And I'm like, thank you. And he goes, get in for one more. Ah! And he, pulls, he pulls me in and my, I honestly, Unji, when he pulled me in, I was like this, I go, <laughs> I'm like on his shoulder like <laughs> and the whole time I was like this is such a like curb your enthusiasm moment yes that like this is why Jonathan made me come because that he knew I would be so I'd be so I was cracking up in the car I was dying in the car afterwards because I was like this could only have happened through divine interference of like some kind of energetic ghastly interference because like how? What are the odds that I'm going to meet this guy at some random open mic down, downtown, a, a city full of 8 million people that I'm going to run into this guy and he's going to force me to hug him onto his dandruff shoulder. And I mean, truly, I've ate a couple of flicks. I'm like, I'm <gasps> turning now. Like, truly, I'm going to turn into like oh, a blizzard. Like something's got, so I mean, gross. I'm, it was so, and I understand it's just dry skin, but the, the amount that was on the shoulder and the way he didn't hug me towards his other shoulder, he yes. kept hugging me into the flaky shoulder. And I couldn't say no, right? Like, oh. you can't be like, no, thank you. I don't want to hug oh. you. Our friend just died and you just found out. So, like, I had to basically, like, eat shit, like, eat flakes and <laughs> just sat there and hug this random straight guy. <laughs> and the whole time I was like, Jonathan, you fucking trickster, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> so that was my top of the week as well. Oh my gosh. I mean, truly to feel his, I, I don't know, his like skin in your mouth. Like that to me. <laughs> oh God. This, this, the skin of it all is the so. Skin, the dead skin. This, the dead skin of it all is truly like one of the. It's like eating, literally, like eating his shit. Like I think I know, yeah. it's like boogers. The it's it's the same genre of like um, human <sighs> detritus. It's like shit, snots, boogers, boogers earwax. Yes, like all this. Like, it's that. Like it's like the same sort of like belly button crud. Yes, that's yeah. like same <sighs> genre. Oh, but I mean, I know. Also that 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 like Jonathan, like that their spirit led you towards. I mean, really, um, there, you know, um, it is very rare to encounter someone, a human being with as much light and yeah. lightness. Um, yeah. And, you know, it feels, I think, there is no greater evidence of what hell life is when mm -hmm. people that are as light and full of lightness as that don't get to be here longer. 
right? Like there's like, it's just truly no greater evidence because. Truly. I mean, that's why the good die young. Yes, absolutely. And the wretched like us live on. That's how I know I'm not going to die young because I there's not one part of me people are like, oh, gone too soon. You know what I mean? Absolutely. They would have been like... Surprised <laughs> she lasted this yeah. long. Honey, they were like, we had 30 for her. <laughs> Who, had, You know what I mean? Wait, like, we thought she'd start drinking water at 40, still just Diet yeah. Coke. Like, I mean, truly there is like no greater evidence of how life is hell. than Life is hell. Absolutely. Yes. Because, and death yeah. is merciful. Like truly, you know what I mean? Yes. Like I was saying that on my set too. I was like, how how is it fair that this pure light is gone, extinguished from this world? Mm-hmm. And someone like me who steals from their first cousins is still alive. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand why is I, I stole from tra- Trader Joe's recently. Like, I just was yeah. I, I just like, yeah, of course I'll steal. I mean, there is. um Yes, I think there is no greater testament that life is hell than yeah. than than having at this point experienced like um some like tragedy like this um in like with other uh, people that are just as light or uh, were like sort of an exemplar for goodness in other people's lives. Like I think yeah. it's just yeah pure. This there is no greater evidence of life being hell, and that. Um, yeah. Because Jonathan was, yeah, very special, a very special person. Um, I don't yeah, think one of a kind. Uh, one, absolutely. Like I, I think, yeah. I mean, there's just you know, I, I having met a ton of people, n- never met anyone like. No, no. <laughs> I, I mean, Truly. never. And never. and I think um, if you were to ask anybody about them, they would say the same thing. You know, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, whereas like, and it's a testament to who they were and how they made everyone they met feel. I mean, just look at their GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. Like how jealous I was of how much they were able to raise. You weren't jealous. It's crazy. The amount <laughs> Peter, they asked for sixty k, they made a hundred k. I'm like, who? There's no way I could ever come close to this. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, and that's why I wouldn't even ask for sixty k. I'd be like, I have five friends. Each of them will give me a hundred dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just the fact of how much money, and I know money's not the like whatever, like equivalent of love or whatever. So but the, the and they didn't even do one GoFundMe. They did three GoFundMe's. Yes. yes. And they made over their asking amount each time. Yes. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid to do one GoFundMe because I'm not going to reach it, you know? And like, how embarrassing is it to not reach your goal? And there's some of these sites that if you don't reach your goal, you don't get any of your money. Oh, really? That's like, yeah, like Kickstarter, like you have to reach the goal or you don't get any of the money. I mean, GoFundMe is is like the new insurance. Like there's no, I mean, health insurance. Yeah. Everyone who's like going through cancer treatment or whatever, you know, raising GoFundMe. Truly, like again, oh this God. is a callback to the last episode, but we gotta call our reps. Like, I mean, in terms of healthcare, like if we're leaning on GoFundMe's and um, people liking you in order for you to survive cancer, honey, I'm who would be alive? <laughs> <laughs> Truly, like it takes like a I like one of a kind, unique light like him. Only to, angels, like, <laughs> only angels yeah. need apply. It's wild because 
Yeah, I mean that's it's it's yeah, truly a testament. They're very special. I, I'm glad that you had that experience because you were going back and forth. I didn't think you were gonna go. It's crazy. Me neither, but I'm I'm really glad I went. A mouthful of dandruff for your for your trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. <laughs> um, you know, my my uh, my top, well, yeah, my top was and bottom happened on the same day as well. Um, my bottom was, um, I, so I had a show on Halloween. I've been really fucking up lately. Like I've been double booking myself or like not work, like not understanding what dates or times are. Like I thought, think I keep thinking things are starting at a certain time it's hours later or i keep thinking things are it's just really bad i forgot about halloween i am a parent of two young children Uh halloween is sacrosanct like you gotta get this you gotta get this candy this is a huge deal in the children's community and um (laughs) you know what i mean in the in the child community like this is a big deal and um i didn't i totally forgot i had also had this show that started at seven it started early and so i fucked up and i couldn't go out i just really disappointed um everybody in my life that day (laughs) you couldn't go trick-or-treating i did not i was like i did like (gasps) i i managed to the day before kind of figured it out you know, hodgepodge childcare, and um, you know, no one got to see my daughter in a cute strawberry costume out on the streets. But it was also fucking Aww. snowing. I know. And then oh, also, yeah. you know, I literally was outside with my son for like twenty minutes, and then I had to leave. So I just fucked up. Okay. Um, so that was that's my low. Um, the sort of uh, crushing. F- you know, the weight of what it is to try to um, be responsible for an incredible amount of emotional labor and also um, be so bad at it. And, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but the high was the same night watching my friend Maggie Winters, who will also be at our live show November 16th at Lincoln Lodge. She, Peter, when I tell you she crushed, she crushed in a way that was like people. It, I could tell she was losing her mind. Like she was in a pocket. You know, mm. I've watched you do mm. it. You've watched me do it. Like where you're like, oh, this bitch is doing it and in a pocket mm. and she has control over the audience where like just like all small jokes are getting the rolling laugh because mm. mm-hmm. the audience mm-hmm. knows that's what she wants. And she got off stage and like she was, I could tell, like not in her own body because she had. She was not on earth. Yeah. And like that. And so to watch it in my friend and really watch her be a goddamn star. Like people had come out for her there. She was being gracious and patient. And it was just felt like I had there's um, um, a Jewish word called nakas, which means like pride in your children. And, Mm. you know, there was in the same day I'd really disappointed my children (laughs) And mm-hmm. not showing up as a mother. But in this other moment, I felt such maternal pride for my friend. Like, mm. if really, I I think I understand um, more intimately. Like, I've probably felt this with, like, very few friends. But, like, where your success is genuinely feels like my success. And mm. that's what it felt like. I mean, I couldn't have been prouder. Like I took pictures of, you know what I mean? Like making sure. That's usually not how you process other success. <laughs> that's almost opposite of what you usually do. 
I, I, I would say I am consumed with, um, yeah, yeah. No, but this pettiness, was like, jealousy, pettiness, bitterness. jealousy, bitterness, yeah. um, all the ways in which my own life hasn't turned out the way I thought. And, um, <laughs> you know, a natural way to feel <laughs> with your but, friends. <laughs> But I no, mean, but she's like she's also very rootable in yes. a way where um, there I there are friends of ours where I I love them, but their success wouldn't be as rootable, yeah, as someone like Maggie's <laughs> yeah, for yeah. some reason, you know, like it's just I don't know why. Well, she's so earnest and people like that's what it so is yeah. the authenticity absolutely it's it's her authenticity that makes me go like yeah only you can do this uh, only you can be you so go be you as much as possible and it feels like very it was very exciting and for me like it feels crazy and that's why i think it felt so maternal and that's why it was such a contrast to how i felt like literally two hours prior to that and then being able to feel like this maternal pride if it was really exciting, and I felt high oh. from it. And it was, you know, she, it, I, I mean, again, my set was uh, good. I also did well. But it was the, like, pride I felt in her and really watching her step into, like, stardom. Mm. Like, I'm talking yeah. people, like, waiting in line and, like, wanting to take pictures with her. Like it, And I was taking pictures Aww. for her. That, like, it felt really good. And that was a high for me. That's, that's like, I mean, love, friendship, love, you know, um, just kind of tie the segment is, um, for I, I think for us in particular, like, having such complicated relationships with our f- family, you know, um, I feel like I've learned to love uh, more unconditionally within my friendships than I have ever for with sure. my family. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. And it's been such a I gift. think you get to practice unconditional love with your friends, yes. your chosen family, yeah. if you will. But with our family, we can't practice unconditional love because they're not coming to the table to practice. <laughs> they're like, playing for keeps. We can do it one way, all we want. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll never be reciprocated. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> and not because it's like a human. Fl- I, I mean, you. I guess you could call it that. But like, it's not their flaw that they can't unconditionally love. It's like epigenetic. Like it's that's all they learned culturally. Like there's no cultural version of like, I love you no matter who you decide to be in Korea. You know what I mean? There's. It's what? That's not a thing. Wait, that's you have quotas to meet. You have schools to get into. You have professions to slide up into. And you have business cards for me to give out to my church friends. Like, that's how it works. There's no room for unconditional love. But and I feel bad for people like still stuck in Korea who at least we're Korean American. And we have like a different version of it that we can practice with our like. I don't know, white friends, but like in Korea. <laughs> I practice, I practice this on you, Peter. Like this is very, yeah, bad. yeah. you know, yeah, like it is, true. we practice on each other. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, I think that is sort of the gift of being here, surely, but also the world and friends, I think for whatever reason we've been um, mentally 
healthy enough to make these kind of choices. Because if we were in a different sort of space, and I could very much attest to my early 20s, I would not have been making these choices. So I think it's, oh, no. it's for sure like a testament to our We could growth. not be doing this podcast in our 20s. No. No. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> I wouldn't show up. <laughs> Wait. I would have self-sabotaged this. <laughs> oh yes, I'm trying to. I'm still trying to. Uh, wait, so, wait, Peter. What? Who's here? There's, there's someone at the door. Wait, <gasps> you guys. Let him in. You guys, it's uh, time for that drama llama ding dong. Um, this week my trauma is. I was remembering this. Um, I was, I was watching this like. Uh, female comic set and I was remembering she was talking about female discharge and you know that like women are juicy right like that there's just like kind of a steady leaky faucet of things yeah lucky you (laughs) I um I've heard of such tale I let me tell you the leakiness is Okay, go (laughs) go tell me first tell me first because I have something to add to the leak okay so Okay, uh, this is the Watergate, the leak. Um, so I, I, uh, I, yeah, Watergate, truly, I'm leaking. I, yeah. um, <laughs> I, I would distinctly. If only that was water coming out, coming out of that gate. <laughs> it's a different kind of lubricant. Um, yeah. I, I used to never forget. Like it was one of the maybe I was. Uh, this is like pre-puberty though and I was in Korea and we were um my emo like all my aunt my mom's uh sisters uh my aunts were we were visiting like their ancestral home like in we were in the shoot like uh in the country mm-hmm. and we were all uh I was naked there's pictures of it and they were um uh doing the laundry in the river, mm-hmm. you know, when you're like in like with, the stones. Hit, with stones, literally, yeah, with stones. Yes, yeah. there's like in historical dramas. If you guys watch K dramas, you know that you're they're in the river washing uh, clothes with stones, and that's what they were doing. And By the way, the stone thing is like an analog to like a, a washboard, if you will, yes. like something like textural that you can like mm-hmm. rub stains up against and etc. Anyway, go so on. Uh, but yeah, yeah, okay. Are you a millionaire? You got a washboard? Okay, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> just my. Abs. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but like, so they were washing my underwear, and that um, they were so disgusted by the amount of juiciness that I was as a preteen that they went to my oh, mother no. and asked that oh, I no. go see a doctor, a medical professional, immediately, because like they were <gasps> saying, this girl is too juicy. She's too juicy, and it's not right. And I had no, no. the shame I felt for being what I thought was a normal level of juicy. Right. Turned out it wasn't. And then it turns out it wasn't. I don't know. Because did you have any cousins your age that were possibly like they could like measure up the juice against? Yeah. I Okay. So the only other cousin I had was so mean and also very dry. She was like one of those like classic, like, you know. She's a she's an she's an Esther Grace playing volleyball. You know what I mean? Tall, thin, you yeah. know, arid pussy. Yes, yeah, dry. Sounds like it. Like mm-hmm. you know, everything is like very cute and tight and tucked in. Mine's like 
Uh, <laughs> it's it's loose. It's out there. It's it's deli meat, and it's and it's leaving. Oh, deli meat. <laughs> By the way, did you know Subway is um, um, slicing their meats fresh now? Oh, you, they think that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> that just reminded me of deli meat. It's like crazy. I don't know if you know, but Subway used to have meats pre-cut. That they would yes, just of course. add onto the bread, mm-hmm. but now they're doing the Jersey Mike thing and like shaving. The is that right what the problem is? Like the, <laughs> I, I don't understand. Like that's the, the problem. Free slicing. The free slicing. <laughs> they think that's the problem. Like you know what? This will not. This I, will I, solve I, it. Is, is it? This will make this not taste like shit. Let's slice it right in front of them. Is it? I don't know. Maybe it's like a mental thing that people when people see the meat being sliced, they're like, oh, that's fresh quality. Quality. Okay. I mean, I don't. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I haven't been to Subways in years. I, I'm a Jimmy John's, and I never will. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, go on. Your your deli meat's flapping out, <laughs> and your no. It's just more like the shame I felt over my body inside of that instant, mm. and I never that talked it was to, something bad. And it was something that bad. it was something disgusting. That what yeah. it naturally did was bad, and I was just like, I think I carry that with me well into my 20s. Like I never mm. talked about it. I never. It was just like my mom telling me that, and like us going to a doctor and the doctor being like I don't you know she's so young I mean like I guess she's yeah Yeah. what do you want I mean like she's just wet she's a juicy she's just juicy like (laughs) I know and I feel like as a child that might be annoying because they have to keep doing your laundry but (laughs) as an as an adult this is where I'll add my thing is that like being juicy I feel like is a great thing because there's so much stuff that goes into juicing it up in yeah. general, like all these things like foreplay yes. or hormones mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck to get it ready yeah. for whatever, mm-hmm. you know, for action. You're lubed up, baby. I not, wish I was juicy. I'm not juicy like that during that time. Uh, honey, I all I got is <laughs> just talk about your cousin being dry. Like it is <laughs> the Sahara. <laughs> My pussy's a Sahara. Like I need extra, I need like outside help. You know what I mean? Like I can't have sex without Walgreens. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it's not like I was my juiciness enhanced my sexual experience ever. It was always just like, yeah, at all. It was. It's just drip. It's not like I would like. I'm like getting specially juicy for sex. I'm just drippy. It's like you know. Okay, but I would think that would help. No, because it's. I mean, it's, it's not like same, it revved up. It's the same place, isn't it? Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong. Anatomically, is it juicing from the r- different place? It's it's juicing from the same place, but it's like okay, I, you need you know, it's not like I'm getting like more juicy during sexy times. I'm just staying the same level of like juice, juice like moist. yeah, moist. But it needs that's great. I mean. So, do you never have to apply Astroglide, gun oil, yes. boy butter? Still, because you know it's not I mean? like, enough. It's just, it's a lip balm. It's not lip juice. Like, it's just slight. Uh, it's slight. It's okay. a sheen. Okay. It's a sheen. So It's like, like what what a uh, slug uh, leaves behind. <laughs> the trail. It's a snail trail. It's a snail trail. You had a little snail trail coming out of your, yeah. Okay. Uh, but, but it's a dry snail. It's not even like a juicy snail. It's just the, it's actually very much like deli meat. You know, when you put it on and you got that film, that's what it's like. 
Oh my god. Not deli meat film talking about your pussy. No. Anyway, this is why we get demonetized. <laughs> LOL as if we are monetized. But I mean, we um, talked about Subway. Okay, right. so you <laughs> So that sucks that that they shamed you for that. Was there did you feel like you needed to like quote like fix that about yourself absolutely always i was very self-conscious about it how how would you go about trying to fix it like i mean i didn't really do anything early or nothing okay i mean like like, i was trying to do panty liners yes i did all these things panty liners like this that that you know what i mean like i was always trying to fix or like looking these things up but i mean i also you know, I have very bad, I, you know, it's just not good down there. Like, I, I always have a ton of yeast infections. It's not good. And so, you know. Oh, it, a, yeah, ton? a ton? A <laughs> ton. <laughs> I didn't realize yeast infection could multiply. I'm telling you, when, when, I, when I say it's like Subway, I'm talking about the entire sandwich. <laughs> It's bready. It's bready. It's bread. It's Someone's bready, bread. and then there's a little bit. Yeah. There's a little bit of not safe deli meat in the middle, and then it's bready. That's what I mean. It's like it's all. It's not good. So, but the insecurity Your about poor it. husband. What do you mean? <laughs> He's eating. Subway's still food. <laughs> He'll never go hungry. He'll never go hungry, and it's a reasonable <laughs> price. So. Oh my God! Your pussy might be like Subway, but no one's eating fresh. <laughs> All right. Um, my job this week. I, I might have covered this in previous episodes, but I I had an older cousin growing up. His name's Quan. He's still around. He's a Republican. He um he's the one who when I visited his house before he let me into his house, he said, "I'm a Republican. You will um you'll respect my views." Oh yes, I remember. Yes, remember him. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> Shout <Insane>. out. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's not watching this. <laughs> if it's not on Barstool Sports, he's not on it. Um, oh yes. Anyway, We'd love so, to be on Barstool. Okay, so <laughs> please. <laughs> anyway, I had I had an older cousin who was like one of these Korean kids, um, who was like a black belt in third grade. Wow. Do you know these kids? Yes. Who like started early yes. and they got their like eighth dan or whatever yeah. so by the time he was like 12 13 i mean he was going to he, he was, was going like, to the dojo every day every day that was yeah. like his thing yeah he runs a dojo now yeah 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 so like it worked out yeah. right so um he was one of these kids like who knew exactly what he wanted to do which was a, a taekwondo like master or whatever I mean, that is a gift like people that know what they want to do very young and like feel very yeah. young yeah exactly and um, he got into it, and he's successful and whatever. And but anyway, when we were, he's five years older than me. So he, when he was thirteen, I was <clears throat> seven, eight, whatever. And he used to make me and my uh, age cousins mm-hmm. all um, get into taekwondo outfits and fight each other, and he would referee it, right? <laughs> And this was his little like fiefdom yeah, that yeah. he had power yeah, over. Absolutely. And he'd be like, you two match each other up. And then the two younger kids have to match each other up. And we would like fight each other. Yeah. And he would like, when it gets too crazy, he would like break it up or whatever. But 
I was me growing up, so I was very like emotional and sad and I love to read in the corner. Mm-hmm. So like he really did not get along with me. Yeah. And my younger cousin, Arthur, who was just like him. Like he was like masculine and like loved getting into fights sure. and playing football and basically very like straight presenting aggro yeah. Korean kid. And I was like the softy in the corner, like dreaming up worlds, you know, like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he was clear that whose whose favorite was like Juan's favorite. Sure, of course. Right? So we would like oh he would always get us into these things and fight and Arthur would like be like we were not supposed to get like that physical where you're like you're just supposed to do karate moves but Arthur would like cheat or something and like throw me into the chair or like pull my hair or like play dirty yeah and Quan would always like overlook it you know what I mean because he he was his favorite and it's like oh I guess you're not strong enough like what are you gonna do about it and I remember that being like such a like I he was the authority figure and like I couldn't like I was like help come on and he was like I don't know like it was like the first instance of an authority figure just looking the other way being of no help you're alone oh not just of no help he is the architect of my pain and my you know what I mean he's like in it yes uh, participate yeah like yes. drawing it up and yeah. making it happen and not blowing the whistle and because you know whatever and like i remember thinking like oh wow this is there's no way for me to win in this situation like even if i like was strong enough to beat up my cousin or whatever sure. like he would have like ruled it unfair against me or whatever you know like and it was like such an early like realization of how life's not fair. Yes. You know, like your own family doesn't have your back. Do you remember how you handled the rest of that? Like how you dealt with it? I think I started crying and stopped playing or stopped playing. (laughs) I went to my mom and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And my mom was like, then don't. And I'm like, oh. And then I, I I was always that little bitch ass that like told on my cousins. Yeah. Yeah. And like I was the snitch. And um and I did get stitches for that. And my co- <laughs> and that's my a lesson. Would, I, but I never learned that lesson because I'm like, give me stitches. I'm, at least you're going to jail. You know what I mean? Like, I <laughs> we're going down together. You know, like that's how I always thought of it. I never learned the lesson of like, shh, don't say anything because you know you don't want to be that guy. I'm like, no, say it now so that everyone's going down. Like, I'm very scorched earth. You know, um, so it's like if I'm going down, then everybody I know is going down with me. You know, what's crazy is I recently was talking to my son about let me give you this thing that my son was telling me uh, yesterday. He was losing his mind and he revealed to me that he was being bullied at school and that he was. Yes. And that this that these kids, as he said, have been roasting him every day. And then he said the following, Peter, he said, they come up to me and they say, you got your face from the butt store and your butt from the face store. And I was like, that's good. <gasps> that's hilarious. That's a good butt that's, if you got it from a face store. I mean, it was like, and it was just, I laughed out loud. <laughs> he was coming to me for sympathy. Oh no, for hell. I was like, bah, that's good. Uh, yeah, you do look like your, your dad. Fucking butt face. <laughs> You're holding your daughter. You're beautiful. 
<laughs> but like he was asking me for help and I because of the I've had the same lessons because my cousins also like my cousins cousins were constantly trying to get me to go into the the apartment buildings dry dryer you know because it was like an industrial size dryer oh my god and they were trying to get <laughs> so me so they could turn it turn on it and spin on. it yeah <laughs> so oh no but I never but you know what I mean where it's like yes they are the architects of your own doom you realize yes. they you you can't trust but I came out of it feeling like you I feel like what we've learned is like yeah you gotta make your own fucking you gotta make your own moves like no one is gonna help you no adult is there like no one understands yeah I guess I learned that I have to be the boss yes and like, I have to uh, you know like pass this type of trauma onward to someone else that's what i learned <laughs> i have to like architect some kind of fight club within <laughs> kids younger than me <laughs> but yeah you're right like it is like it's like an early thing of like i can't trust anyone in my family no no one is here for me no okay and that's how i feel about my family now absolutely like, there are cousins that I'm like cool with. Mm -hmm. Next episode, next week, I'll talk to you about my conversation with my gay cousin. Oh, yes. I, I, we caught up after 20 yeah. years of not talking. For n no other reason but like we you know, fell apart. Yeah. Just like families do. Nothing against him. But um, I've learned a lot since catching up with him. And like he's filled me into stories where there's like, um, yeah, like he met up with a, a brother that he didn't know about. <gasps> Secret family shit. Yeah, I'm like, ah! So, like, we'll get into that in the Patreon next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, guys, check out the Patreons. We're doing Patreon-exclusive content every week now. So, like, there's going to be get some stuff it. that you're going to want to listen to. That's one of them, bitch. Speaking of getting into it, it's that time for our final segment where we introduce something we're absolutely obsessed with. So, sit back and, bitch, get into it. All right, today what I am talking about is a show on Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah, I know. I didn't think I would like it either, but I. Wait, are we allowed to talk? And, are Are you allowed to talk about this? You're not in. Okay, sorry. Oh, because yeah. I because of the SAG strike. Yeah, but you're not in it, right? I'm not in it. Okay. I just I just enjoy it. Okay. Um, but am I allowed to? Whatever. It doesn't. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Um, <laughs> whatever um, Disney Plus if you have it if you don't have it steal it from a friend mm -hmm. go watch Goosebumps <gasps> Goosebumps on Disney Plus now the books back in the day you and I grew up with yes. the books Scholastic yes. Readers Club remember Book Club R.L. Stein book, Love Book Sales yes. yes right they were really scary and they were like perfect for our age group mm -hmm. it was like just scary enough but not like gruesome yes. or gory or whatever it didn't create existential angst or like crisis crises yeah. like it was just like Ooh. it was like ooh yeah. spooky yeah. it literally is just um, goosebumps yeah goosebumps um, but I didn't think it was, I was like, ah, Goosebumps, it's a childhood thing. Yeah. It's not for me. Disney Plus is very like family, blah, blah, blah. But Disney Plus has been getting into some programming that's like more adult. Yeah. And less like kitty, kitty, fun, fun, you know? Uh -huh. And um, I got to say, Goosebumps, whoever's writing on that, whoever's um, developing that, really smart. Yeah. Because they took one town and introduced all the characters in the first episode. And admittedly, the first episode when I watched, I was like, 
what is because Goosebumps is like anthological. Each book is like its, it's own monster of thing, the week. Right? It's monster of the week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I was like, oh, this is going to be anthological. Turns out it's not. It's they cast an entire town of like people, like student, high school yeah. students, and their parents, and that, and they, um, uh, week by week, they start shifting the perspectives from like character to character, oh. and you're re, you're reintroducing. The character into, oh yeah! And in episode one, they were at that party, but they were in the background, and then now they're in the foreground, and we're exploring how that connects to that first monster thing, and like it's really smart and well done. Wow! And it's not like it's not like, oh my god, scary! Like, um, you know, like talk to me or something where it's gonna be like um, psychologically disturbing. Uh-huh. It's more like the books where it's like. Spooky, scary, jump scares, but also like creepy. Like, oh, why is this happening? What? And there's this like season or a uh, season long arc of a mystery that they're unraveling as the kids um, deal with all this like evil stuff or whatever. It's really that's cool good. and very good storytelling. And I mean, that's, if you that's, are a parent yeah. or if you're into like spooky stuff, mm-hmm. I would really check it out. And if you're any type of creative, mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing to check out because it's really um, it's they're ahead of you every single episode. Like yeah. I haven't seen a drama or a TV series where I'm not ahead of it. You know, like yeah. it's really like smart and well crafted storytelling and it's just a joy to watch something like that. So um, go check it out. That's I mean, like Let's get into any it. anything that is for children that adults can enjoy is always yeah. a bar. There's it's a high bar. Yes. Like it's a high bar. Absolutely. Like co-viewing, they call yes. it. Yeah. Being able to do that, it's a, it's a tough thing to ride. Uh, and, yeah. and and especially if adults can really enjoy it. Like I, I don't know if any of you guys yes. have ever watched any of like the uh, Lego franchise movies, like Lego yeah, Batman. Yeah. They're all like that. They're Love very them. good. Oh yeah, high I bar them. like. Kids That's like Lloyd it. and Miller, Christopher uh, Lloyd. And, it's yeah. so good. And also yeah. um, Lemony Snicket, which is on Netflix. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Like four children, but there's like a sort of like um, a level elevated. to elevated yeah. sort of like um, reference level taste and mm-hmm. storytelling. There's like pure yeah. art of storytelling, which it turns out is very hard to do so very hard <laughs> very hard to do so yeah. i mean it that's great I'm, I'm definitely gonna check that out check it out uh, it's really good even though like spooky season's over i think it still holds up as like a good like, narrative thing yeah everyone's everyone yeah. likes a good goosebump whenever yeah. um my get into it my bitch get into it this week is truffle pasta <laughs> oh Wait, 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 wait. Truffle shaved on no, pasta? No, it is. The truffle dust is in, inside of the pasta. I I literally don't know how huh. it came up inside of my Amazon search. I was just looking for Italian pasta. And I guess Amazon was like, this bitch loves, is addicted to financial ruin. So we're going to send her this. <laughs> it is expensive. I'm not going to lie. It's expensive. How expensive? It is $14 for a yeah. For one packet? Didn't you just hear me say Bichosa, there's Bichosa. truffles in it? No, I know, but fourteen dollars for one box no, no, of pasta. No, one box of pasta, but wait, it's what? four servings. Okay, that's not bad. I don't know if I trust the servings thing. People say, you know, sometimes the pasta things they're like nine servings, and I'm like, bitch, I ate this whole thing in one sitting. What do you mean? <laughs> you tell you tell me I'm nine people. <laughs> 
No. Who are no. you asking? Who's that serving for? <laughs> Who's serving us? I mean, like, I, <laughs> is this serving me? I, I'm saying that, like, <laughs> okay, so I'm telling you not, right now. It's, at least you could feed a family, is what you're yes, saying, with one a box. a full family, okay. two times, right. two meals. So it's two and a half adults, two times. That's that's pretty okay. good. It's For 14, 14 bucks, bucks, fine. And I'm telling For just the noodles. But, I mean, what? I don't need to do anything else to it. I'm telling you. It's like. That's how good it is? It okay, was, tell me how you prepared it. I um, did it with like uh, tuna, I, like and I made it like a you know peas and like asparagus. I made it like very thing and just pa- um, water, pa- yeah, pasta water and cacio, uh, like a cacio pepe, like pa- parmesan, and it was mm, oh god, spectacular. So oh I my god! Oh my god! I did another one with just just the truffle pasta and like um, garlic and some mm. uh, like canned tuna. Bitch, I'm so basic. I love truffle. I love truffle on it's, anything. It's really, really good. It elevates. Is it black truffle or white truffle? Black. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it really elevates like the meal. Like, I, otherwise, this would have been like a very regular min- weeknight meal. No yeah. leftovers. None. On wow. a pasta night? On a pasta night? No leftovers. The funk. People love the funk. It was so wow. good. I thought about wow, it afterwards. Wow, wow. Yummy. So you didn't prepare with a tomato sauce. You just did it kind of like olive oil and fresh veggies. I or honored whatever. the truffle. Wow. Oh my God. My <laughs> mouth is watering. Shit. I'm so hungry. I love truffles. I have this truffle oil that I love yes. from um, home, uh, home Goods. That, um, by the way, Home Goods also, bitch, get into it for t- pastas and sauces. Yes. The, these are things that you won't find anywhere else because they're either discontinued or mm-hmm. they like. Only like the TJ Maxx brand buys it or whatever. Yes. But they always have like amazing gnocchi, mm-hmm. the best pastas. That, and it's like cheap too. Yes. Like you could probably find the version of that truffle pasta at like a Home Goods or a TJ Maxx or a Marshalls mm-hmm. or something like that. TJ Maxx also has really great sauces. So uh, We're anyway, but yours is here. from Amazon? Amazon. I mean, it's, it's like, it's a it's a very unique, I mean, it may be the whatever version of it, but I would just say that if you've ever wanted, like if you're, Ugh. You're you're kind of suffering a little bit from like a pasta fatigue. Like this is mm. like great way to, great way to just up. kind of change it up, and you don't have to. Do and what shit kind to of it. cut was the pasta? It's like it's a very thin, long noodle. It was called it's called taglioni or whatever like that, and oh, it's a very thin, thin and long. long. It's like it looks like angel hair, but it's not. It's like slightly yeah, different yeah. shape. Um, but it was oh, it was incredible. Okay. It was. I've thought about it since. It it was even that pasta water. I bet is amazing when you boil that water. You should save that starch water I, to like put it into different soups or something. Like I that. I a hundred percent use it in the soup for the. I made that's the pasta sauce that I made for the pasta. So I just save oh, that pasta water nice. and okay. then I reuse it as a with like you know oh, with parmesan. Tr- beautiful. I mean, it was really beautiful. good. Like. God, I'm fucking hungry this, now. I, I mean, truly, like, you know, there's like, there are such, there are sometimes cheats towards like gourmet cooking that oftentimes is just mm. this. You spend three extra dollars on it's something. It's just truffle. It's just truffle yeah. or it's just like buy like an extra special version of X, you know, like tin yeah. fish. Even like a good ass olive oil sometimes will really elevate something. You know what I mean? Yes. And especially if you don't cook it, if you just dress it with it, it's like, it has that like deep olive like really rich taste. Yes. And also expect, this is all Italian stuff, but like also really, ex- not expensive, but nice um, balsamic vinegar. That changes the, shit the game. that comes out like honey. Yes. Like the, the thick. 
You know, there's that basavi and vinegar where you, it's just like, ugh, this is watery and yes. distressing. And then there's the shit that goes on, like, you're like, is this a ribbon? You know, like that kind of shit. That's like, that's what's coming That'll out of change. me. That's kind of out of me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. And that's that's our episode. If only Subway meat had a great balsamic vinegar on it. Yeah, right, bitch. Wretched. All right. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us this week for our episode. Uh, We'll be back next week. Please check out our Patreons and our uh, review us. And also, we're going to be live. So come to our live shows. We love to see you there. Bye. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.